Hi, I'm Michael Hyatt. And I'm Megan Hyatt Miller. And this is Lead to Win, our weekly podcast to help you win at work and succeed at life. In this episode, we want to share with you one framework that we use repeatedly to diagnose any problem at work. Megan, why don't you set this up for us? Well, half the battle as a business owner is figuring out how to solve the problems that you have in your business. And you know, if there's one thing that as a business owner we're rich in, for better or worse, it's problems, right? (laughs) If you're doing it right, your success is probably creating some problems. The thing that we often don't spend enough time on is getting clear on where the problem lies and what it is. We just sort of jump into action because by definition, we probably have a pretty strong action bias and we can get down the road pretty far with solving a problem with all the best intentions. However, if we're solving the wrong problem, we're probably making the problem worse or just creating another problem and you know, kind of that whole idea of jumping out of the frying pan into the fryer. So this methodology that we're gonna talk about today really helps you get very clear with a lot of precision on what your problem is and where it lies so that you can find the right solution, not just any solution. All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. (laughs) Well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. Yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, and we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, your best year ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on your Stanley mug? And if you got them them on Black Friday, these are different. These are going to be new for the new year. Uh, But they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner. You can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. Good. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code holiday 10 to get all these deals and more. Okay, so we had a potential client come to us recently with what they thought was a hiring problem. So they had tried to hire uh, for this particular position and they'd had a couple of close encounters, but it just didn't work. And they were really struggling with how to get the right person in this job. So as we began to talk about it with them, this potential client, we helped them to see that this wasn't actually a hiring problem so much as it was a vision problem. And if they could get clear on the vision of who they wanted to hire, that it would make the execution that much easier. And so a light bulb went off for them and that potential client 
became an actual client as a result of that. And that's what we want to share with you today is what we call the Faux Focus System. And it consists of three parts, vision, alignment, and execution. So vision is deciding what to do or what to hire in this particular example. Alignment is organizing to do it. In other words, how can we align all of our resources? How can we have a common strategy so that we can move together as a company to achieve the vision? And then finally, the execution part is just getting it done, making it happen, making that vision a reality. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this because there is so much that is written and talked about around execution. And like I said in our opening, you know, our our bias toward action, especially in the Western world, especially in kind of the common personality types of business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders, we just jump right to execution. You know, how can we dial in our execution? How can we become more effective? But we often don't go far enough upstream to really fix the root of the problem. It's almost like the execution is more often than not symptomatic of an alignment problem or a vision problem. Not always, but very often in our experience, that's really in play. And if you can get clarity on that and then solve the issue at the root, then the execution part will almost take care of itself. Yeah, the important thing I think to realize here is that all three of these buckets are important, vision, alignment, and execution. But they have to happen in a certain order. Yes. You know, it's not like you can start with execution and be successful. We'll talk about why in a moment. Or you can just zero in on alignment. You really need to look at all three. There needs to be vision. Without vision, there's nothing to align around. And without alignment, it's kind of a waste of resources to try to execute. So we're going to unpack that as we look at it. So let's let's start with the first component and sequentially the first one, and that's vision. You know, this is really important to talk about because I think there's a lot of misunderstandings here. Uh, you know, vision is something that at Full Focus we're really passionate about. Normally, when you've probably heard us talk about it in the past, we're talking about it in the context of a long range vision for, uh, you know, where we want to take the company, where you want to take your company or your team. And usually that time horizon is somewhere in the three to five year range. In fact, we have a whole book on it called The Vision Driven Leader, you know, and, and certainly that kind of vision is foundational and absolutely critical for business growth and longevity and success. However, really vision at the most basic level is the ability to define and articulate something that doesn't exist yet, right? You're basically making a sketch about something in the future that you see that others can't see that you can then uh, kind of make it tangible for people in the present. And that could be anything from your vision from three to five years out in the future to a project that you want to accomplish next week. You know, they're really, uh, as a, a business owner, as a leader, you are casting vision all the time, not just for the future of your organization, but for all kinds of things that are mission critical. Yeah, I think any journey starts with getting clear on the destination. Yeah. Stephen Covey said, begin with the end in mind. And that's true, Megan, as you pointed out at the macro level when you're talking about your entire company. But it's also true at a more micro level when you're looking at various projects. For example, I had a nonprofit client recently who was frustrated because they weren't able to recruit quality trustees. And I said, well, what's a quality trustee? They didn't have a clearly articulated vision of the kind of trustee that they wanted. 
Moreover, they didn't have a clearly articulated process for recruiting and onboarding those trustees. And so that's all under the realm of vision. You know, you, you take what you have now, the kind of trustees that you have now, you take uh, the process, the recruitment process, and frankly, in their particular situation, it was just somebody randomly would appoint them or invite them to a board meeting. But there was no clear process with do this first, do this second, and so forth in order to produce that predictable result. But again, it start it starts with vision, and that was the part of it that they were missing. Well, and you can imagine if you've got people just showing up to a board meeting or there's no clear process, how in the world would you possibly get alignment and buy-in from your team, which we're going to get more deeply into here in a moment. Um, but you can kind of see how these really are sequential and they build on each other because if you don't have clarity and as leaders, man, this is something we struggle with because we have all kinds of stuff in our head all the time and we expect people to be able to read our mind or we think that, hey, I said it to you know this person, like everybody should just understand it now. We don't make it explicit and concrete where then we create the right conditions for alignment down the road. Road. And this is really important. It's, it's actually why we teach our uh, business owner client something we call the vision caster, which is a tool that we have for articulating vision. In that case, not really from a long range perspective, but for specific projects or initiatives uh, or goals that they want to go after. We, we have this process that we walk people through in our coaching program because we feel like this is such a fundamental skill of leadership. If you don't have this, it's really hard to consistently execute at a high level and drive operating results um, because you can't get the people aligned around the thing to go execute on it downstream. That's excellent. You know, this is kind of second nature for people that are doing building projects or renovation projects. I mean, you wouldn't right. think typically, especially a more complex project of just, you know, whipping out your hammer, some nails, maybe a saw, get a pile of sheetrock and start start building. <laughs> what could go and wrong? That's, that's the equivalent of a bis business owner jumping into execution. No, instead, what you would do is you'd probably start, I just went through this process myself, but you'd probably start with an architect. They would interview you to see what you see. What is it that you want to create? They might bring some ideas of their own, but those are ideas. It's very easy for those to be ambiguous and for there to be a, a sea of misunderstanding between the two of you simply because it never gets expressed in a drawing mm -hmm. or in written form or in a way that's objective so that the architect, for example, in this case could say to me, is this what you envisioned? Or here's what I was thinking. What do you think? Now, it wasn't until we got totally aligned on what the vision was that we could go out and start aligning other people, mm -hmm. you know, because there had to be contractors, there had to be other subcontractors, there had to be other people, but you can't align them without blueprints. You can't align them without a clear vision of what it is you're trying to create. Once you get that set, then you can begin the execution process. But it all starts with vision. I like to have a big t-shirt on that says it all starts with vision because it does. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to add that to our full focus store. That I think a lot of people would like to have that, including me. You know, it's funny, Dad, as you were talking, I was thinking back to some of the episodes that we've done lately on delegation. You know, this is such a hot topic for business owners and leaders because the only way that we can grow our businesses really is to raise the ceiling on the business and we're that ceiling, right? So you've got to get stuff off your plate. You've got to be able to delegate. 
And one of the reasons that I think people get so frustrated with delegation and they just kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater is because they don't understand what we call the full focus system, vision, alignment, and execution. And they're frustrated because maybe they try to delegate something and the execution was flawed in some way. They didn't get back what they wanted from the person that they delegated to. And typically what that conversation sounds like is, well, you know, that person's an idiot or that person's just, you know, they just don't get it. Or, you know, maybe I need to hire somebody else. Like it's all, it's that person's fault. When if you apply this diagnostic over the top of that problem, what you will almost always find, I've had a lot of these conversations with clients is that there was generally a breakdown at the vision level or at the alignment level. And they just thought that person could read their mind or they provided um, incomplete information. And it was, it was a setup to fail from the beginning. It was actually the fault of the business and business owner or the leader, not the person being delegated to. And so if you have found yourself struggling with delegation and you're like, why can't I ever get somebody to do it as well as I would? Or what, you know, why does this feel like it's always more trouble than it's worth? I want to challenge you to think of, could it be that there's a breakdown at the vision level, articulating what it is that you want, or at the alignment level, aligning someone to what you want so they're very clear and ready to kind of take that like a relay race, a baton in a relay race that may really be the root problem there. Okay, this is good. And it applies not just in your professional life, right? but just to flesh this out a little bit more, it applies in your personal life too. So last week, Gail and I talked about what the double win means in this season of our life from each of our perspectives. Well, we had a kind of a a meltdown the day before because as we began to talk about it, we realized that we were terribly misaligned. I had one idea of what that looks like in this season of our life. She had another idea and I said, well, we we can't record that episode. You know, we're just too far apart. And, And so as we began to talk, and literally this was a two hour conversation, we finally got to the place where we said, oh, we have a different vision of what this is. And so we had to negotiate. We had to reflect. We had to explore. We had to come up with what that means at this point in our life. Now, we could have been executing all day long in our personal lives and really frustrating each other and frustrating ourselves because we weren't aligned. And the reason we weren't aligned is because we didn't have a common vision. So I don't care if it's in your professional life or your personal life. Things go better when you start with vision. I love that story because so often we spend a lot of time arguing about what's right or what's wrong, you know, in those those examples that are personal. And in reality, probably neither of you were technically wrong. You just weren't in alignment because you hadn't articulated the vision that each of you had. And then in that case, negotiated a solution that brought you together in a place that you both, you know, felt good about so that you could be aligned and move forward. And gosh, how freeing is that to realize, oh, we're not wrong. We're just not aligned, you know, and we're not aligned because we don't have the vision clarified between the two of us. That's so good. Marissa, I cannot tell you how excited I am for your best year ever live coming up January 5th. Yes, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. Yes, this is the event that you would want to come attend if you're just like, man, I want to look at how well did I do in the past, but I also want to set myself up for success to have, like we call it in the title, your best year ever. 
this is the event you want to be at. We have thousands of people coming to this event yes. already. And you and I will be emceeing this event. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement to come join us to make it a great year for you. Yes. Now, in order for you to receive it, all you have to do is buy the Full Focus Goal Setting Course and you get a ticket to your best year ever. Yes. And the best part is that that course is 25% off right now. So uh, you're going to get a discount and a ticket to the live event, which is normally $197. That's a killer so deal. So it's a killer deal. It's a no-brainer in my opinion. Um, but definitely join us. It's going to be so much fun. January 5th, it's totally virtual. So no matter where you are in the world or um, you know whether you can get on a plane or not, don't worry about it. You don't have to. You can do this from the comfort of your own home. And we'll be right there. Yeah. And just imagine having your goals already set for the entire year and a plan to execute them. Yeah. That's worth all the money that you can. And the best part, it's a free event for you yeah. if you buy the Full Focus Goal Setting Course. Yes. All right. Well, we would love to see you there. So make sure to go to fullfocusstore.com and take advantage of this deal. We'd love to see you at your best driver live. So the first step in this whole process is to start with vision. That's always where I first look. If it's a hiring problem, do we have a job description? Is it written? Do we all understand what it is we're looking for, what we're shopping for in terms of filling this position? So start with vision. Number two is alignment. Alignment. This is kind of like the one that's really easy to forget about. It is. And when you're out of alignment, things wobble, mm. right? Things uh, come apart sometimes. You know, if you're too far out of alignment, things fly off. Like I've had it happen where, you know, my my tires weren't aligned. And for whatever reason, you know, I almost had a wreck because they weren't aligned and the tires were pulling me in a different direction than what I was trying to steer. Yep. And it, they weren't aligned because I had a flat and didn't know it. And it all happened in a split second. Wow. Gosh, that's a scary story. You know, alignment is really about getting on the same page, you know, rowing in the same direction. And this is something if you maybe started your entrepreneurial journey as a solopreneur um, or a leader where you didn't have very many team members and you found yourself down the road with a much larger team or organization, this can really show up as being a problem because what used to be really easy, you know, you've got one person next to you and you say, hey, let's go do this thing. Well, that's, you know, articulating the vision and being aligned is almost like handled by the relationship. You don't really need a formal process for that. You know, you can just do it, but it becomes much more difficult to make sure that you're rowing in the same direction once you have more people. And so having a process of getting people aligned to a vision is really important. That's why we talk so much with our coaching clients about cascading communication. I'm sure we can link to an episode about that because I think we've done a number of them in the past. Um, but the idea of getting you know clear on the vision at the highest level of the company or at the highest level that's relevant to the decision that's being made and then working through hierarchically and with stakeholders uh, and making sure everybody understands the vision, you answer their concerns, then you 
you go to the next level before you take something, for example, to like your all team meeting every year and you have some major policy change and, you know, maybe the leaders are surprised by that because they weren't aligned to the vision before and they're just as surprised as all the people that work for them and they're not able to back you up. You know, that's a classic example of misalignment and it can cause a lot of problems, not to mention being grossly inefficient and ineffective. Yeah, absolutely. And if you if you find yourself saying, but I've got a vision, why do I have problems? I would start with alignment. And alignment shows up, I talked about being wobbly. It can also show up as friction. Right. You know, if you're experiencing size sideways energy where people are working on projects that don't really matter, or they're late projects, or quality issues and mistakes, or bad customer experiences that cost you clients. Those are all symptomatic of a lack of alignment. And when we talk about lack of alignment, what we're talking about is communicating that vision downstream. Mm -hmm. You've got to do that as a leader. And as Megan said, it really usually begins with cascading communication. It's not enough to have the vision if you don't communicate that vision in order to create alignment and to consolidate your resources. You know, what I find as a CEO is that this is one of those things when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I got to do that alignment thing. You know, like it always feels like it takes more time than I want to spend. It kind of slows me down because usually I have to have a number of different conversations or meetings to get to the place where we're ready to move into execution. But I'll tell you what I have learned over time. If I don't take that time on the front end, I will sure spend it on the back end and then some because you actually pay interest on not being in line, aligned later because you end up, not only do you have to go back and actually get people aligned always, there's, you know, if you're going to effectively execute and you have to do damage control, you're going to have to go back to this stage anyway, but you're also going to have to clean up all the problems that were created by the misalignment. And so you, you really end up paying for it twice. Um, and so usually what this looks like is just sitting down and having a conversation with people and explaining the vision. So you've articulated it, you know, like we were talking earlier, we walk our clients through this, uh, this process and documentation uh, called the vision caster. And then you actually have to share that with your team, you know, whoever the relevant parties are and make sure that they really understand it. They have the opportunity to ask questions. They have the opportunity to push back and, and get to a place of acceptance or resolution around those issues. Sometimes you don't agree when you're in alignment. That's something I learned from you that I think is really important. Um, and I'd love for you to talk about in a second, but you can't skip this step if you care about high quality execution. That's exactly right. And I would say that it, the communication is absolutely necessary. It's core to alignment, but it's not the only thing you need. Mm -hmm. You also need, and this is kind of the setup for answering your question about the difference between alignment and agreement You've got to have trust. Yeah. Just communicating it will not help you if the people don't trust you. And this is why it's critically important as a leader to stay close to your team, to build the relationships. And it's and it's really easy to think, well, you know, that chit-chat before the meeting, that's just a waste of time. We need to be efficient. We need to get to it. No, that's building the relationship. Yep. And that creates the seedbed of trust that you're going to need in order for the communication to be received. And not just received, but for people to commit to the course of action that that you're proposing. Mm -hmm. So yes, there is a there is a difference between agreement and alignment. So agreement, and this is what a lot of leaders strive for, is they want everybody to agree. The problem with that, from just a practical standpoint, is that consensus can be a very tyrannical force 
in your organization because you're essentially held captive to the least agreeable person on your team. Yep. So if consensus is a standard and somebody doesn't want to agree, they can just withhold their agreement and they can kind of filibuster, you know, the outcome. So instead, what I want is alignment. And alignment can be had without agreement, particularly if there's trust. So, for example, you may propose a course of action and you debate it and you give people a chance to express themselves so that they know that they've been heard. And then you say, okay, guys, thank you. This was enormously valuable. I want 24 hours to think about it as the leader and I'll come back to you with my decision tomorrow. And so you come back the next day and you say, okay, here's what I've decided. Everybody made great points, but you know, everybody had a different perspective. Here's what we're going to do. Uh-huh. Sally, can you align with this? I know you don't agree with it, yep. but can you align with it? Well, I mean, unless it's some kind of moral issue or something of just like enormous consequence, most people say, yeah, because I mean, nobody knows so much of the future. You're just guessing anyway, but you want alignment and it's going to go a whole lot better if you're aligned together. So I just ask for it, you know, call the question. Yeah, I love asking that question. It's it's kind of vulnerable as a leader, but you really want to know if somebody's not willing to get aligned. You know, because you've got a bigger problem on your hands at that point. You know, now now you've got a kind of fork in the road moment. And you might as well expose that because it's it's true regardless of whether you ask the question. And it will undermine you and sabotage your efforts at execution if you're not clear on it. And I think the expectation that that we should have of our teams is that they would be willing to align. If we've done the hard work of articulating vision, if we've done the hard work of alignment, you know, the expectation from the people that report to us is that they should be willing to align to the vision that, uh, you know, that, that we're presenting. And usually that's the case. Uh, again, doesn't mean everybody's going to agree, though, all the time. And I think that's a really, really important point. So, Well, I think adults understand that they don't always get their way. Right. That they're a perspective. They're not omniscient. So they don't always get it right. Right. And so, you know, again, if you've got the communication, if you've explained why, if people trust you, people will align. And I, I've never experienced where they haven't. I'm sure there's probably people out there that have, but it's never happened to me. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. I haven't either had that happen. I think that's always the secret fear, but it's good to hear from you that that's, uh, you know, over a longer career, that's, that's been the case for you. It's not ever happened. Okay. So vision alignment, and that brings us to the third, I don't know what we were calling these, but the third leg in the stool execution. Yeah, this is the one that we're probably the most familiar with. This is just getting stuff done, the ability to get stuff done and really mobilizing a group of people to get the same things done, you know, a a big project that has many parts to it, for example. And, you know, probably a lot of you listening are really, really good at execution. It's probably part of the way that you have been successful. However, um, you know, you might find that you're a little frustrated that your team is not as good as, as you are at it. And simultaneously, you can't do it all by yourself, right? So you need the people on your team to do it. So here are a few ways that you might identify that you have some problem at the execution level. Number one, your daily tasks don't contribute to achieving your goals or vision. So I would say this may be true for you, but this may be even truer for the people on your team. Number two, you're working on the wrong tasks or you're wasting time on low priority tasks. 
usually that is probably an alignment or vision problem, you know? So I think you'll kind of see the threads in these that very often these have an upstream problem. Um, you spend time with your clients that you should be actually firing who are underperforming and keeping you from your most important customers, right? So that's not a good use of your time from an execution standpoint. You realize that you're operating off of incorrect or insufficient financial information. You have people on your team who are in the wrong job. They just don't have the right skills for the work that needs to be done. Or your processes and systems aren't robust enough to keep everything together anymore. And these are all execution issues. And I, I would say that when we see problems at an execution level, a lot of times those are really symptoms of these, these other two areas of alignment and uh, vision. You know, I will say, and you kind of mentioned this as a symptom, but it's also the cure and that is to get your daily tasks aligned with your weekly objectives, yes. aligned with your quarterly goals, yep. aligned with the organization's outcomes. Yep. And so there should be a through line of sight from our daily tasks all the way to what we're trying to create or build together in the world. And so I, I think, at, and again, this is part of the full focus system, and that is to come up with your daily big three. That's where execution really begins. Because when people have too many tasks, uh, what happens is that they get overwhelmed and then they feel defeated and it really damages their confidence. So they stop making forward progress. Mm -hmm. So the best way around that is to limit your output, realizing that not all tasks are created equal. Some are more important than others, but to identify your daily big three, what are the three tasks that either move me toward completion of one of my important goals or just one of my important projects? Mm -hmm. You can do all the other things, you know, as a other task, as we call it, the faux focus planner, but your daily big three should be reserved for those things that are truly important. They could also be urgent or not urgent, but they've got to be important. If you focus on that, and if you do it day after day, week after week, you will make progress and that's execution. Well, and similarly, at an organizational level, the projects that your team are working on should relate back and be driving your annual goals forward. And those goals ought to be driving your long range vision forward. If they're not, then what's the point, right? You know, we want there to be a relationship between uh, what's happening at a project level or a task level inside the organization with our annual goals and then with our long range plan. We really want to be moving toward uh, realizing the vision that we have for the organization. And that's where vision alignment come in, in in setting us up for high quality execution. You know, sometimes execution doesn't happen because there's not accountability. Right. In other words, we've created a culture where we let people off the hook. How do you build accountability, Megan, at full focus among your staff? You know, one of the things that I think is really important is establishing concrete deliverables and deadlines for things, mm. right? So if you just say, hey, um, you know, I'd like your help with X, Y, Z. Can you do that for me? And somebody says, yeah, but you don't have a deadline well, and, and you don't have any way to measure it. Like, how do you know if it's been done? There's no baked in accountability. What you really want is self-accountability. You really want people who are holding themselves accountable, but you need to set the parameters for that as the leader. You need, you know, in your direct report relationships, you need to establish when is that thing due? 
What do I actually want from you? What am I holding you accountable to? When will we review it? You know, those kinds of things. So that for me is happening in the establishment of deadlines and deliverables and also within the one-on-one meetings that I'm having where we're reviewing KPIs that each executive is responsible for. You know, I know that I need those key performance indicators um, that ultimately are going to drive our goals forward. So, you know, if they deliver those KPIs within the range that I've asked them to, then our goals are going to move forward. And so I think that... um, Oftentimes we just leave it too squishy. You know, maybe we're uncomfortable with that level of definition and it, it just is not a setup for getting what you want from people. And it, it also doesn't help them to feel successful. Like if they don't know what it means to be successful because you haven't defined that for them, uh, nobody likes to play a game where they can't see the scoreboard and they don't know what it means to win. That's really good. You know, another thing to do too, in terms of building accountability that drives execution is to develop a cadence of accountability. So one of the things we do in our one-on-one meetings or in our group meetings with our teammates is we always start the meeting with the wins since the last time. How did we win since the last time we were together? And then move to a reporting on the previous commitments. What did you commit to in our last meeting and how did you do against that commitment? Mm -hmm. And so that's Huge. And by the way, it's bilateral. It's not just, you know, the person that reports to me that's reporting on what they committed to do for me or for the organization. Mm -hmm. But I probably made some commitments, too, that we want to track. Right. And then at the end of the meeting, now we've got a new set of commitments. So we're going to review those, make sure that each commitment has an owner. And so we bookend the meeting. You know, the, the bulk of it is in the middle of that. But we start with the commitments. We end with the commitments. And after a while, people figure out. But if they make a commitment in a meeting, they're going to be asked about it at the next meeting. Yep. And they don't show up too many times without their commitments done because right. nobody wants to be embarrassed in front of the boss or, or worse, in front of their peers. Yep, it's really good. Okay, today we've been talking about the full focus system, specifically vision, alignment, and execution. And in that order, we've given you a lot of examples. Hopefully this will give you the ability to be able to drive the kind of performance that you want to drive in your business. Megan, any final thoughts? Well, I love having the full focus system in my pocket. I probably use this three to five times a week when I'm facing some kind of a problem that I want to go solve. Before I'm I'm, develop the ability over time. And instead of just jumping to solve the problem, I ask myself, okay, what's really going on here? And this framework of vision, alignment, and execution and asking myself, okay, where do I think the problem really is at the root? helps me to get very targeted solutions that really solve the problem in far less time. So you spend a little bit of time in the diagnostic process, but you save so much time by not solving the wrong problems or not being effective at solving problems. So I, I hope that this is as beneficial to you guys as it's been to us and to our clients, um, because gosh, it's just so nice to have, you know, kind of a little Swiss army knife that you can pull out when you're in a pinch and feel like, you know, this is the way out. So true. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, this is one framework among many that we use in our coaching program. It's made a huge difference for our clients. If you want to find out more about that, check out businessaccelerator.com and schedule a free call with one of our business growth consultants. I promise you, it'll be well worth your time. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Hopefully this has been helpful for you. Until next week, lead to win.
All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscri- subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on yeah. your Stanley mug? And if are you got them, them if you got them on Black Friday, these are different. These are these are gonna be new for the new year. Uh, but they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner, you can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. Good. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code holiday 10 to get all these deals and more.